Father, we want to thank you once again for another beautiful, glorious moment like this. Thank you for inviting us to your table to share in the light that you are transmitting and translating to the earth. Thank you, Father, for the bread that you're sharing, that you're breaking in this moment. Our eyes truly are opening to see wondrous things in your word. Thank you, Lord, for the meat that you are offering, serving, yes, at your table. You have invited us once again to eat with you. We are supping and we are dining with you in this moment. We are receiving, Lord, the strength and the grace to stand, but not just to stand, to become indeed true witness who will go for you and proclaim and declare your heart, your voice, your mind, in a world that is groped in darkness, in a world that is captured in a foreign philosophy. Thank you. You will have yourself a people. It's a day of harvest. The harvest of your kingdom is drawing nearer more than ever before. Indeed, the field is ripe. The laborers are few, but we are praying this morning that the more we hear truth, the more our heart is steered, the more we will go for you and represent your intention and desire. Once again this morning, we thank you that you will take us deeper as you continue to steer our heart, O oh God, into this new reality, yes, a new path that was once walked, that was once trod, but was neglected and rejected because we allowed ourselves to be distracted. Things that you are unveiling in this season are not new, but they've been forgotten. No wonder we are weak. No wonder we are tired. No wonder we feel defeated. Lord, we return back to you. We return back to the table. We return back to your voice. We return back to the place of divine commitment. We undress ourselves, O oh God, from frivolous attitude, wrong beliefs. We return to you, God. We turn away, O oh God, from mispriority. We declare in the name of Jesus this morning. Once again, awaken our hearts, awaken our minds. Help us to be vessels, O oh God, that is ready, meet for your use. Touch our lips once again. Touch our eyes. Touch our ears, touch our hands, our feet, but more so, touch our hearts. Give us, oh God, yes, the hearing ears. Give us the ears to hear the cry of the nations. Help us to feel the burdens of your heart. I pray this morning, oh God, that a quick work you would do in us, that once again we will have, oh God, a people, you will have a people, who will go for you, who will represent your desire and your intentions, who will not look back, and therefore become a pillar of salt, a monument. Lord, make us once again an awakened generation of, of a movement of people, an army of people who are not, yes, afraid of the frontier, pushing further, moving further, going on conquering and not being defeated to the glory of your name this morning we declare 
We are, O oh God, that army seeking to restore your fame, your glory and honor to our time and generation. I pray corporately as I pray with my friends and loved ones across the world this morning. May your kingdom come, Lord, into our lives. May every form of limitation bow the knees this morning. Yes. May every form of limitation bow the knees this morning. Eat the dust this morning. We declare in Jesus' name that we are rising up. And the gates of hell will not prevail. Your church will be built. An ecclesia will emerge. An ecclesia, yes, that you have trained, built up. An ecclesia that has been equipped, yes. An ecclesia that has won, yes, the full armor of God. We thank you. Because we know that the things that you are about to speak to us this morning, yes, deals with a position that we must take in moving further, in pushing on, in going on with you. I bless your name, Lord Jesus. I thank you. I thank you, Lord, that you will continue to walk in me, O God. Open my eyes. Touch my eyes. Heal me, O God. I refuse to listen to the testimony, O God, of the doctors. I declare this morning that I am healed. My eyes are healed, O God. Totally restore to the place where I can use it to continue to proclaim and declare the things of your kingdom. I bless your name this morning. Touch my lips. Touch my lips to speak the oracles, yes, of your heart. Touch my mind, oh God, yes, to pick things and to be able to clearly, clearly, oh God, without any form of distortion, oh God, bring forth your heart and mind, oh God. I pray this morning, touch my hands to heal those who are downtrodden, broken and shattered, oh God. In the name of Jesus, that once again, oh God, men and women will trunk into your house, will find refuge and rest in your church. Transform your church, oh God, to your eternal desire and design. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father, this morning. Oh, I thank you, my Father, this morning for the things that your spirit is doing. Eyes have not seen them. Ears have not heard. This order of church that is emerging in this new day, in this third day, yes, has never been before. It's a brand new day. A church that you have undressed from frivolous ways, from carnal ways, from nonchalant attitude, oh God, yes. A church that you have stripped of pride of ourself, a church that you have stripped of ourselves, a church that you have brought, yes, to, our, to the end of ourselves, you brought to the cross, a church emerging from the order, yes, of the third day, a church born from the place of resurrection. Yes, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus this morning that as we are resurrected into this order of the third day, ah, as we hear the sound of the Father, that our heart once again, we connect because indeed when we are truly dead and we allow ourselves to die and we listen to the voice of your spirit as you awaken us from that position of death, then we come alive. There's no way we can not walk together and live our life in unity and harmony 
and surrender and submit to one another. Yes. So we pray in the name of Jesus. Perfect your will in our life. Continue to walk in us until we are ready so that our life indeed can fully function in the order that you have ordained it. I thank you once again this morning. Oh, glory to your name, Jesus. We love you, Holy Spirit. Walk in us. Walk through us. Walk in us. Walk through us. We surrender to you. We yield to you. Perfect your function in our life. Don't leave us the way we are, Holy Spirit. No, you will have yourself a people, a company of, 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 a, of, a, of a tribe in the earth who have not given themselves, yes, to lies of the wicked one, who have not surrendered, yes, to the, to the compromising activity, yes, of the wayward spirit. In the name of Jesus, we will not drink the wine of stupor in the name of Jesus we rise up this morning and we declare Christ in us Christ in us Christ before us Christ behind us Christ by our side Christ over us we live in him we move in him we have our being in him this morning Christ is you that we see this morning help us our life may bring glory and honor to your name I thank you Honor and glory to you, Lamb of God. We worship you from the throne of your glory. We give glory, praise to you. We surrender to you. We yield to you. We bow before you. None like you, Lamb of God. None like you, Elion. None like you, Almighty God. None like you, Ancient of Days. None like you, Eternal Father. None like you, our Ebenezer. We glorify you, Lion of the tribe of Judah. We declare this morning, you are worthy of praise. Let our praise rise up to you as a sweet-smelling savour. We declare this morning that you alone are worthy of our praises. You alone are worthy of my praises. You alone are worthy of my worship. I give you all the praise. I give you all the worship. I give you all adoration. Let every man be a liar, but God be true this morning. Have your way. Take your place. Rule and reign, Master Jesus. You are the master. You are the king. You are the Lord. You are the one in charge. You are in control. Yes, you will always be king. You will always sit at your throne because indeed you are the creator of all things. All things, yes, all things consist in you. All things are defined by you. In you is life. Your life is the light of men. Thank you this morning. Your light is shining in every form of darkness. No matter how, how weak and how complex those darkness is, they are disappearing right now. In the name of Jesus, darkness of the mind, darkness of the thought, darkness of the feeling, darkness of, 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 of locations and environment, darkness created by man and the ones imposed upon man, they are fleeing right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are we have been free from every chain of bondage right now. 
Thank you, Lord, that uh, people are rising up. Ah, we are rising up, waking up in the name of Jesus to a new day, the day of power. You say, in the days of your power, your troops shall be willing. Your people will be willing. Thank you for the spirit of willingness. A willingness. Thank you for an army rising up in this brand new day. An army that you are, that you are, that you are bringing forth, joining. Yes, Lord. Uh, heart to heart. Uh, a new regiment of people. Yes, Father. Thank you, Father, for this formation of an ecclesia going forth, pushing forth, oh God, in the name of Jesus, proclaiming and declaring your glory and kingdom. I appraise your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. River of God. New life. We receive in the name of Jesus. Let everyone under the sound of his voice. Let everyone that will come in contact with this voice in the name of Jesus. Yes, Father. Receive healing, deliverance in the name of Jesus. Come into, yes, alignment with your intentions, plans, and purposes for their life, for their home, for their family, for their ministry. In the name of Jesus, let this word be a word, yes, Lord, of life. Let this word be a word, oh God, of healing, deliverance. Let this word be a word, oh God, yes, Father, of deliverance in the name of Jesus. Let this word break every chain in Jesus' name. Let there be, yes, an emergence of a new order of men and women. In the name of Jesus, taking their rightful place right now. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for the church, yes, Father, that is that is emerging. Thank you, Father, for a new ecclesia. An ecclesia, yes, that you have ordained for such a time as this. Hallelujah. An, an ecclesia that you have ordained for such a time as this. Not an ecclesia, yes, that lived uh, some five, 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 five years ago, ten years ago. Go no, an ecclesia that you're bringing out right now out of this quagmire out of this uh, uncertainty out of this weakness and failures uh, of leadership oh god from every quarters uh, thank you lord for an ecclesia that understand the moment that understand the day an ecclesia that hear the voice of the spirit an ecclesia that is prophetic an ecclesia that understand the intentions of god an ecclesia that is brand that is brand new an ecclesia that is branded an ecclesia that has been re-engineered an ecclesia that has been built up an ecclesia that has been uh, yes equipped in the name of Jesus rising up uh, right now going forth like David hallelujah going forth uh, charging to us uh, yes Goliath because you have you have equipped him uh, because you have you have sent that ecclesia to go to the streamer and fetch five stones small stones uh, thank you spirit of God that this ecclesia right now is ready to go forth uh, is ready to advance your will is ready to manifest your prophetic intention thank you an ecclesia that is apostolic uh, yes Lord uh, by desire representing your kingdom uh, your kingdom uh, is advancing your will is established uh, I bless you this morning hallelujah an ecclesia that knows what is at stake Oh, Father, we thank you. 
Oh, glory, friends. <laughs> what a day, friends. This is the 1st of November. We proclaim these words into the teraphema, into the atmosphere of this month. We take charge in the spirit. We take charge in the spirit. We proclaim this morning that we're not backing out. We're not backing down. We are, we are thrusting into the next reality of God's counsel. We're pushing for the agendas of God. We are declaring that this morning his will is established, yes, in every quarter. Whatever quarter it may, may, may represent out there, yes, from the political uh, arena, yes, to the social economic, yes, uh, our community, we declare Christ's rule and reign of the increase of his kingdom, there shall be no end. Of the increase of his kingdom and reign. Of the increase of his kingdom and peace. Of the increase of his kingdom and justice. Hallelujah. Of the increase of his kingdom. Amen. And deliverance. There shall be no end. We declare it. Let this word begin to hunt down. Every contradictory spirit every satanic imposition every demonic activity of the increase of his kingdom we release right now into the atmosphere of nations starting from this place that we are South Africa here yes in Western Cape Franjuk we declare in Jesus' name that yes, the word of the Lord is going forth. Yes, the word of the Lord cannot be stopped. The word of the Lord cannot be hindered. The word of the Lord cannot, yes, be slowed down. There is a breaking forth. The purposes of God shall be established. The counsels of God shall be fulfilled. In the name of Jesus, align yourself with this proclamation this morning. Align your heart, your home, your family in the name of Jesus, your ministry, your calling. Align your mind. Is the enemy lying to you? Is your are you feeling like you're losing your mind? Align your mind. Bring yourself under the authority of this word of the increase of his kingdom. There shall be no end. Wherever you are, across the nations, from Zimbabwe to Malawi to Angola, to Mozambique, to Botswana. In the name of Jesus, to Namibia. Yes, we declare in the name of Jesus of the increase of his kingdom. There shall be no end. We speak life over, yes, the entire Sadek region. We speak healing. We declare liberation, true liberation. Not political uh, 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 idea. No, we speak in Jesus' name. Spiritual liberation. Because when people are truly free in the spirit, they are able to see things the way they are. They are able to see things. They are able to see people. They are able to see situation, condition for what they truly are. They are not deceived. You see, today is the day of election here in South Africa. 
some people are still going to go and vote for the same wrong you know, system, the same wrong people, the same people that have been there for a couple of years that have made several mistakes that have continued to collapse the system. They were still going to vote for them because a t-shirt was thrown to them. Because a parcel of food was given to them. We declare in the name of Jesus this morning that eyes will be open. That when they, while they take those parcels and take those t-shirts, yet they will do what is right. Yes, Father, we declare this morning in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Father, we proclaim in the name of Jesus. Yes, do a new thing this morning. Yes, in the realm of the spirit over this nation and across, yes, uh, 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 Southern Africa, open the eyes of the people and they will not dwell on the past. Lord, you said you're doing a new thing. You say, I see, I do a new thing. See it, I do a new thing. It's springing forth. Don't you see it? Can't you perceive it? Lord, I declare in Jesus' name that our hope is not in a man. It's not in an organization. It's not in a political organization. Our hope comes from you. And it is you that connects us with the people with the right heart. People who have a heart. People who have heart after you. Yes, we have a heart for the people. We declare in Jesus' name. Give us men and women who will lead us like David, oh God. Ah, we declare in Jesus' name. Change has come. Transformation is taking place from the grassroots. Let the people know how powerful they are in the name of Jesus. And they will not suck up to lie, to deception. That they will not continue, yes, to recycle the old gods. We declare change in the name of Jesus. We proclaim change in the name of Jesus over the spiritual atmosphere. Lord God Almighty, touch the hearts of men. Only you can do it. Deliver the people. Deliver the people from wrong identity. Deliver the people who got to see, to know. Who they are in you. This is our prayer. This is why you've sent us. This is why you are sending people to the nations. To free the people from the bondage of hell. In the name of Jesus. As we pray Lord for what is going on. Yes Lord. Over this realm we declare. So it shall be oh God. In Europe. In France. In Germany. In the name of Jesus. Yes Lord. In Italy. We declare. So shall it be. In Brussels. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be oh God. In Great Britain. In the name of Jesus. An awakened generation that will not suck up oh God. Yes. The lies of the enemy. That will not suck up to those who want to steal their identity? Who wants to say that the people have no voice? That the people must just listen to certain few, to certain group who think they know better. In the name of Jesus, we declare, Lord, that people will not sell their freedom. People will not sell their identity. It's a brand new day. The church will awake. The new church, the church of the last day. The church you have branded with power and grace. Yes. Ah, Lord, a church that you have equipped, a church that you've anointed, that you're anointing right now, will rise up with scepter in their hands as the crown of righteousness is upon their head, oh God. Thank you, Lord, for the garment, the robe of righteousness that this church is wearing. Going forth, oh God, yes, Lord, galloping in the name of Jesus upon their horse, yes, a white horse, declaring the day of our Lord is here. 
In the name of Jesus, we declare it. We proclaim it all across. All across Europe. Central Europe. Yes, all across Europe. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We declare it in the name of Jesus. It's happening right now. It's happening all across the entire European nation. It's happening. Yes. Happening right now. It cannot be stopped. It's like a wildfire. Yes. In the name of Jesus. From Poland. Yes. To Hungary. It's happening. Lord. Begin to confuse their language. Bring down the idols of men. Shatter. Bring down the idols of men. Let your kingdom arise, O God. Let your name arise, O God. Yes, the false image, the false unity that man is building. The image of jealousy that man has built. The tower of rebellion. We call the tower battle that man has built. Collapse it, O God. The image of Nebuchadnezzar, let it come down. Let your name alone be exalted because the mountain of your house <laughs> is exalted in this, in this season. Men shall begin to make their journey to the place of the height of the Spirit of the Lord. Come, let us go up to the mountain of the house of the God of the house of Jacob. There he will teach us his ways. Yes. Oh, Father, we anticipate the establishment of this mountain, of this house called the mountain of the, of, the, of the house of the Lord, a mountain established above all mountains. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we see it happen. In our day, we do not defy the establishment of this reality. We draw near to this prophetic word. Yes, Lord, as every generation, yes, press in to see this manifestation in our day in this third day in this last day of the last day we declare we come into yes the fullness we come into oh god yes the deeper reality of this prophetic demand for our time and we say father let there be an establishment of this house called the mountain of your house oh hallelujah as we decree it in Europe, so, so we proclaim it in Asia. So we proclaim it, oh God, in the Far East. We proclaim it in the name of Jesus across the Arab nations. We proclaim it, oh God, in Israel, in Palestine. We proclaim it in the name of Jesus, oh God. In Central Africa, we proclaim it, oh God. Yes, in the African continent, we proclaim it, oh God, across the globe. Light shine. Darkness begin to run. Because when light shines, when light comes, darkness must disappear. Father, we thank you. We're turning on the light in every corner of the earth. Thank you, Lord, for people rising up. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing right now in America. Thank you, Father, for that flick of light that is beginning to, yes, to, to shine in America. It will not be snuffed off. No, it will not be snuffed off. We got that light in Jesus' name. We got that, that, that light. We got that light and we say that light will become indeed a flaming fire in the name of Jesus that cannot be stopped. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, no one will stop this. It's too late. The name of the Lord is being hallowed, yes, across 
across the nations of America. The name of the Lord is, is, is being proclaimed, Lord. As you shake, oh God, yes, the political system, you're shaking the society. So you are shaking the church, bringing the church to the point and place. Yes, of bended knees, oh God. Seeing their weakness, seeing, oh God, the idolatry that have been brought into your church. The church being awakened, oh God, in repentance and standing for truth, oh God. Not sucking up, oh God, with the lies of the enemy. Not compromising with the devil. Knowing that they have been called to rule and reign and bring the people to righteousness. We thank you for a new day. A new day. A new day. A new day of your spirit across the nation of America. A new day of your spirit that a flicker of light is becoming a blazing fire. A blazing fire that cannot be stopped. You can't contain it. It's too late. The Lord has arisen upon his people. The Lord has arisen upon the nation. And we will continue to flame that fire with our prayer. In the name of Jesus, righteousness exalts the nation of America. Sin is a reproach. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for what you're doing. We glorify your holy name. <laughs> we thank you for what you're doing in the name of Jesus. We speak this word into the nymphos. We speak this word into the atmosphere, into the terra firma. We speak this word in the name of Jesus. We say this word shall not return empty. No, this word shall accomplish the things that you have ordained. It's yes, Lord. Yes, Father. We are, yes, your regents in the earth. We are the place of the proclamation of your heart desire. We are the place of the release of your intention. And so, Father, this morning, as we declare as a proclaim this word. This word, oh God, is going for The birds are taking this word even to the king's palace. <laughs> the birds are taking this word. The winds are taking this word to the place of their divine intention. It shall not return empty, void. No, it will accomplish the things the heaven has ordained them. We thank you, Father. It's a brand new day. It's a glorious day. We are not moved by what we see in the natural realm. We define the, the atmosphere. We define the change that we want to see. We define the change that we desire to see. We define the change that we long for. If you will believe in your hearts and not doubt, you shall say to this mountain, don't look at the mountain. Believe in your hearts and continue to look at the one who is able to shift the mountain. When you look at the mountain before you speak, you'll be dwarfed. You'll feel afraid. You'll feel captured. You'll feel limited. But if you believe first, and then you can say, so regardless of mountains that are out there, in the name of Jesus, we look first to the one who created all things. The one who was before mountains were created. Hallelujah. We look at him who is the author of life. Who created all things. The ocean, the sea. Who created the mountains, the rivers. Who say speak. The one who walked on water. The one who defied, yes, nature. Hallelujah. The one who can turn mountains to bread. The devil knows that. 
And that's why he said, if you, if you are the son of God, command this mountain to be turned to bread. He knows Jesus can do it. The question is, is he going to do it? But he, the devil knows that he can do it. And that's why he challenged him. He said, no, I'm not going to do it. You want to be the one to tell me what to do, what not to do. I'm not going to be proving anything to you. That is leadership. That is power. The circumstance does not push us to abuse our power, to abuse our position. That is what Jesus, amen, taught the devil that day. Hallelujah. We wait on the Lord. We glorify. What a beautiful day, friends. Once again, I want to welcome you if you're joining us this morning. I guess the Father wanted us to start with those powerful prophetic kingdom ordered declaration. And I'm grateful to God for the way the Spirit of the Lord has spoken in prayers this morning. Just making this declaration. What a day. 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 The Lord is worthy of praise. My heart rejoices in his holy name this morning. I celebrate the one who lives forever. The one who was before time began. The one who will continue when time stops to uh, when time you know stops. He will continue. That's why he's called the eternal God. Yes, and he's my father. <laughs> I say he is my father. He is your father. Think about that. Welcome this morning to the Porter's Gate online broadcast. If you're joining us this morning, I want to welcome you once again to this moment in time. God has been so good to us. He's been unsealing his word. He's been breaking the word to us. He's been opening our eyes to see, to understand his intention, his desire. He's restoring us, his church, the ecclesia, piece by piece, block by block. We are in a time, in a day of the return, of restoration. We are in a day of reformation. There are all kinds of things the Lord is highlighting as we continue to journey through the book of Acts. A lot of people want to see the act of the Spirit, but they hate to surrender and submit themselves to the doctrine and to the principle, if you will, the values that allow, amen, those acts to be in manifestation. And we will not be so naive, amen, to think that we can just command some activity in the name of the anointing. We know the anointing is made up of several value systems, several understanding, philosophy of operation that must be built in us, that must be well seated in us in order for the things of God, amen, to flow through us. I'd like to remind us again this morning, we are going to be looking into, you know, another part in the study that we're doing according to uh, uh, Acts 
Acts chapter 13, we have dealt with some beautiful, excellent principles. Oh, I like some of the things that we have thought for the past three, four days. Just looking at how the spirit, amen, engage the activity of the formation of, amen, the, 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 what we call the Antioch church. Let us rem remind ourselves again that the Antioch, the Antioch church model is looking more like it's looking more like amen what the Lord desired to see in terms of the, 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 the trust of what we can define amen as apostolic amen uh, 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 an apostolic community an apostolic uh, you know family an apostolic house right an apostolic you know community is made up of two order of of life amen there's the enrich the health the well-being of the church all right the edif edification of the church the building up of the church amen the strengthening of the church amen the 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 the, the, the economy of amen that, that church you will we've seen that from chapter one thereabout you know up to we can, you know, we can say up to chapter 12. But in chapter 13, we see a brand new church emerging. And that church, amen, is totally different, amen. Of course, the thrust, the mission is totally different from what you will call, amen, the Jerusalem church. Remember, the Jerusalem church is still very relevant. But this time around, amen, the Antioch church is 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 an outreach is a go is a is 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 a is a go out church if you will is a mission driven church is a is a is a marketplace church is a church amen that must go into a lot of us we've talked about the marketplace church all right we want to many, in fact many of us amen are in the marketplace most people are, are working in the marketplace. They're going to do into, into business. They're into amen, the career. They're into all kinds of things. And that is very good. But most people compromise and they fail. Alright? In their connection, in their work, in their thrust, in their interaction with the marketplace. They get swallowed up. They get capture a lot of people in the market a lot of christians in the marketplace are forever complaining why they are not able okay to do certain things because the demonic activity in the marketplace amen amen is so strong that the authority that they have amen as the representative of god as the body of christ as a church, if you will, amen, cannot match up to the principality that is established in the marketplace. So, most Christians get defeated in the marketplace. That is why 
you will notice that pastors who are not grounded in the Antioch spiritual philosophy and and dare to go into the marketplace to look for money end up compromising their spirituality. They end up either you know, sleeping with their secretary, end up going into wrong alliance, wrong relationship, and the secretary end up bowing. The secretary that is a Christian end up surrendering to the boss because he is the boss, but he's an unbeliever. But you are the secretary, <coughs> you are just, you know, basically trying to survive in the marketplace. But you become almost like a slave. You're being tossed here and there. And your sense of spirituality is not brought to bear in the marketplace. Thank you, Father. I never thought of this before I began to preach. But I guess the Lord is giving us some insight. You cannot survive the spirit of the age, particularly the way things are going to be done post-corona. They said, God said, I'll do a new thing. The world system also, amen, are doing a new thing. The way they want life to, you know, to function has been, has been, has been changed and altered. The way they want you to do business, the what, the way they want you to interact, the way they want you to handle and manage your money. What all of the things that defines, amen. Your, your, your social influence, amen, be it from the health sector, be it from the financial sector, all right, the way they want you to even eat, the kind of food they want you to eat, you understand, it's like Babylon, remember, Babylon wants to change your diet, change your garments, change your identity, yes, all of these things that we see, that they try to impose on Daniel, amen, and his and his three guys are the same thing that they are doing right now. It's already happening. The world has changed. If we say the world, the world is changing. No, 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 no. That's old school language. The world has changed. It's the same world that you see, but the system that drives the world post-corona, amen, has changed. Companies have changed their policy. If the, the ones that have not done it are doing it. If, 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 the, if the policy, if the new policy has not reached your company, it's coming for you. <laughs> it's coming for you. We've been hearing about, you know, a, 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 a vaccine passports almost two years ago. And people said, no, it's, it's, it's not possible. Va- vaccine? <laughs> You know, we first we first heard it two years ago. It's like it's it's it will never happen. It can never be. Guess what? It's here. It's already here. And the government are imposing that on people. That is just one. I'm just giving you one. South Africa, South African government did not 
it did not make the policy of the vaccine passport it was imposed on the government as long as you want to be part of the economy of nations you want to be part of a man global trade <laughs> you have no choice you have to submit you have to surrender all right to excuse me you have to submit and you have to surrender to this reality the same with finance there are financial policy today that have become global you may not know it but it's there how you spend your money what you use your money for is being monitored that's why when you spend certain amount of money certain lump sum of money begin to you know you know go out of your account there are people monitoring you the ones that are honest may send you an sms and they want to sell you all kind of things because they know that you you have certain amount of money in your account for you to be able to spend ten thousand five thousand you understand yes and if they're not doing that you know uh, even the even even the banks themselves all right want to mo monitor you they want to monetize you <laughs> I'm just trying to give you a picture so there is no way you there's no way you run to there's no you know way to hide there's no way to hide if if as long as you are living you are breathing and as long as the people that are defining and controlling managing amen the world that we live in amen the natural realm the, the, that we live in, amen, are still unbelievers. And many of them, amen, don't know God, amen. They will continue with their, their agenda, amen, of controlling you, of defining you, of monitoring you. They want to change your diet. Many, many people, many companies are bought into a well, awareness, you know, uh, uh, policy. Many companies. What has a company got to do with wellness? Your wellness. <laughs> you think, oh, you add this because oh, these people suddenly they care about me. They don't care about you. There's something about where where you see where, where wellness policy is a is a is a is a is a, is a multi-billion you know a, a investment. Yoga itself is a multi-billion investment, just yoga yoga alone that's why a company like fmb they are doing this thing that okay if you are if you are vaccinated and you have your vaccine passport you understand you can you can enter this raffle that they're doing and you can win you know a million you know uh, rand you can win a million rand or, or more what has what has a bank got to do with my wellness is our market strategy is a way of pulling people you see we have to what am i doing i'm trying to wake you up i'm trying to bring you to the point and place to know that the world does not love you and will never love you but if you don't know that and you fall into their trap they have a way amen of healing you slowly you know that song killing me softly they're killing you softly killing you softly you know before you know it 
You have left the trail. You've left the track. But you cannot hide. But at least you need to stand for what you believe. You need to know what you believe. Paul said, I know whom I believe. Whom I believe, I know. Many people don't know. That's why I keep saying, if you are in the marketplace and you don't have your thinking cap on, and to have your thinking cap on, you've got to know, amen, the values that drive your life so you can counter, or rather, you, you can use that value system, amen, to judge the false, amen, counter values that the world is selling to you. This morning, I'm not talking about, you know, these things. That's not my, you know, I, I, I want to introduce you to something, all right, that is very important because we begin to see, amen, the Antioch church, amen, being sent out. You see, when we come into the church, we find safety, security, the warmth of our brother, the prayer of our brother, the love, the care, you know, the, 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 the goodness of the community at least that is what it should be but we know even that has been compromised in reality but truly a church is a place that you go to you find hallelujah love care i remember growing up i mean i had a very you know a, 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 a very disturbing you know a, 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 you know a, a developmental stage of my life growing up because I was all alone as a youth, as as a as a as a, as a teenager, I've been basically living on my own. You know, I was full of all kinds of bitterness, and you know, that's the way the Lord designed my life. It's part of what built me up, trained me to become who I am today. I'm sure if I never went through what I went through in life. The kind of value system God has given to me today, I won't have it. I'm sure I would have been captured, just like many men of God are captured. So I owe God that praise, even though when I was going through all of that, I asked myself a lot of questions. And many things, bad things that happened to me was because I had nobody around me, you know, in terms of parents to like guide me, tell me, don't do that, don't go there. You know, some of the decisions that I made that were bad, I don't have anybody to tell me they're bad. But even some that I made that were good is because I decided I'm not going to do that. Not because, you know, uh, somebody says bad. It's just something that I, personally I didn't like, like drinking and smoking and all of that. You know, I tried it. I just realized that I didn't like it. You know, it's, it's, a, it's something of a preference. I wasn't, I'm not that kind of a person that gets easily swayed by what everybody's doing. Everybody's smoking. Well, everybody's smoking, so I need to smoke too. So I tried it. And the first time I did it, you know, at least maybe for the first, you know, two minutes, I couldn't see nothing. Everywhere just went dark. Because I, I guess I, I, you know, I inhaled the thing in the wrong way, I guess. <laughs> that was God's mercy. And that was my last time. Alcohol, the first time I, I drank the thing, I'm like, but this thing tastes like nothing. This thing tastes bitter. It tastes like, like you're taking, taking a urine. What's going on here? How come people are into all of this thing? 
The only thing that I love that is alcoholic, all right, is palm wine. Of course, I'm sure many South Africans will know what palm wine is. You know, that's a you know that's an alcohol you get from the palm tree, and you get a lot of that from my place. All right, yeah, you get you get that from my place. So it's sweet, you know, and that sweetness, you know, is what you taste. And before you know it, you start getting you know you know tipsy <laughs> before you know it you start getting intoxicated if you're not careful because you taste the sweetness and i could remember you know and of course it's very medicinal so you know you take it you take it until i realize wait a minute uh, you're lying to yourself this thing is you're becoming addicted to this thing so somehow i just stopped it but it, it i mean but it's a good it's a good you know uh, uh if you will about you know uh, uh, we use it for about you know medicine all of that but too much of everything they say is, is bad so I stopped drinking it so the things that I stopped I stopped it because I didn't just like it not because I had somebody but the point that I'm making is when I gave my life to Jesus you know I was still in secondary school so I go to church imagine I still go to church I, I mean once I leave school I go to church straight in my uniform. I'm still in my uniform. I just go to church straight. Because, you know, the church opens very early. And uh, many of the guys there, you know, my friends, they're in church and all of that. So, I'm just in church. And I love the atmosphere. You know, I, I get food there for free, you know, and all of that. I was, I was welcomed. I was welcomed. I felt love. That was the first time of my life that I actually felt, you know, love in, in the body, in the church, you know. And there I began to assist. I began to clean. I began to start the chair. I would clean and all of that, you know. I, I began to do all of that. Nobody told told me. I, I was just doing it, trying to, like, almost like trying to pay back. You understand? Until one day, the, the, the pastor of the church, which is a very big church, back, you know, in the late 80s, there was a big church. In fact, when you talk about, you know, charismatic church, our church back then was number one, you know. Everybody comes there. So it's a big church, you know. You've got to have your car pack. Your, and I will stack all, the, stack all the chairs, clean the church. One day, the man of God just came and he saw me and he said he called me by my name after actually he's been watching me i didn't know that you know call me by my name because this is a very influential everybody respect him to the point of almost you know adoring him you know he, so i never even thought for my wildest imagination that this man will ever even look at me twice <laughs> he called me by my name my native name and he called me and he said come would you like to work for me I mean, I froze. I didn't know what to say. I looked at the man and said, yes, sir. Yes, I would like to. I would like to. And he said, okay, tomorrow you resume in my office. Tomorrow he was to leave for London. So I resume in his office. My point is, the church welcomed me. I felt love. I felt, you know, I don't want to go into all of that so I don't get distracted. But a church should be a place where you are, you are, you are, a church is like, like a home should be like a home should be a church should be like a mother even when you make mistake amen uh, there, there should be a, there should be somebody there 
and then in the midst of that church somebody or i took notice of me one brother just one brother took notice of me and the brother decided all right you know to just be almost like you know my mentor you know and most of them I, I used to pass in front of his house you know to the church so what what once is you know uh, 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 you know after school I'm going back I'm, I'm going to the church he stands in front of his house and then he asks me questions so what did you do today he asked me about my books he asked me about you know my you know my my, my class all of that he asked me questions you know questions that okay sometimes deals with the Bible well sometimes most time it deals with my education. So he was the first person that, that, you know, that instilled it in my brain that you have to study, you have to learn. It's not just about church, church, church. <laughs> at some, at, you know, at the beginning, I, I was angry with me. Why, why, this brother, you should tell me more about God, not tell me more about, you're not my teacher. <laughs> you know, but I didn't know what he was doing. It was later I realized, that, wow, wait a minute, this, this person cared for me. So I will listen to you. In fact, when I'm close to his house, and then I'm talking, I you know, put talking my shirt. I make sure that I'm looking nice because he checked all of that. <laughs> he was playing the role of a father in my life. I didn't know that. This was how I grew up. So a church should be a place. And of course, he was a counselor, if I'm not mistaken, he was a counselor in the church. And that's good. But the church should not just remain in that point. The church should also train people that can go out. That's the point that I'm making. That can go out. That can weather the storm. You know, a church should be a point, a place where, okay, you've been trained like a military man who is ready to go face the enemy. Was ready to face the enemy. You, 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 you create all kinds of, you know, holes, you know, and and drenches where you live to watch the enemy that is coming. And you're ready, amen, to engage, not minding the environment. You will crawl through all kinds of things in a forest to engage the enemy. The church we have today cannot do this. Why? Because we no longer have, amen, a thrust movement church, a mission-driven church. Even though we talk about mission, but our mission, amen, is to go to maybe in, in front of KFC, to go to in front of, you know, McDonald's, to go to in front of some big, uh, you know, or a mall and put up some tents there and scream hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah, Jesus is good, uh, you know, and give flyers. You know, bro, Jesus is good. In fact, you, you, you find it difficult to even look at the person at the face. All right? When the person says, hey, get out of here. You, 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 run, you run back. You're afraid. Why? Because we are not taught, amen, to be tough. We are not taught to remain, to abide, amen, to keep our ground. Now, I went through all of that. I was taught all of that. I remember growing up. Amen. A time comes that I needed to because at some point I joined the evangelism team of the church. And then we'll have to go into training. We'll have to go, you know, take a bus. Amen. Some distance. And then you have to preach in the bus. You have to preach in the train. You have to hold crusade. 
That's how a lot of people get to know me. That is how my giftings, hallelujah, amen, was, was, was discovered by the church, by the body. They discover my word. This guy we thought was quiet. And I could sing, but I could pray. You understand? And then suddenly I realized that I have the gift of prophecy. And you know, I can do all kinds of things. I, I didn't know that all these things were in me. But the, the environment, remember what I said, I think was last week. I said, for our giftings to work, we need the right environment. So, you know, the church prepares you for that. The church is a prep ground. By the time you go out there to the real world, you're ready. You're ready. Why? Because you've tested the waters. You've tested the gift. You've tested among friends. We're praying among friends. Suddenly I burst into prophecy. I look straight into the eyes of, of that brother that we're praying together. Maybe about seven of us, sometimes 15 of us. You know, I join a group in the church. We pray together, young men and women. We just pray together. And this way, you know, guys who are, you know, going somewhere. Who, you know, who, who are prospects. I mean, who am, who am I? I'm just nobody. I don't have any, you know, desire to be anything. You know, I'm just a lover of God. You see? See, it's important that we are shipped, that we are built up. That somebody, amen, you know, notice us and help us. I think that's why today my passion is to train people. My desire is to train all my material. If you look at it, it's all about equipping people. It's all about training people. Because I realized growing up it was challenging not having somebody in my life. I'm not talking about people who take advantage of you. You see, that has been taken to the extreme. But I needed, thank God, God the Lord placed one or two people in my life. What I'm, I'm saying that people gave me opportunity. Uh, I, I'm just there, you know, sitting down with them. You know, somebody give the word. And then they say, okay. Because it was a big church. So, people realized that they were not getting what they needed. So, everybody started creating, you know, these uh, uh, small, you know, groups. And it was a lot. In fact, at the point, it was a big problem. Because people thought, you know, this group are going to hijack the church. And are going to create all kinds of, you know, problems. Yes, I guess some of them tried to, but uh, at, the, at the long run, because the leadership was strong, they were able to curtail and manage it. And that's what we need. And I'm not just talking about, you know, cell group. I'm talking about people who basically is like you run a ministry within the church. And you could notice that, hey, this guy's got an anointing for this thing. You could almost say that some guys who were speaking, their word was almost more richer than what you're getting from the pulpit so saturday night that's when some of these guys hold their saturday night they do it till sunday morning all right or you know friday night excuse me it was friday night they did do it to you know almost saturday morning like a vigil you know and you get there you you get refreshed so sometimes they, they will call me do you have something to say of course after they've noticed you know before then I'm just nobody because I mean, who am I? And my English was not that good back, back then. I'm still struggling on all, all of that, you know, because you, you feel insecure, everything is just there on you, you feel weighed down. So I'm I'm very withdrawn. I don't want people to see me, but I also want to listen, I want to be part, I want to watch what they're doing, but don't call me, you know. 
and my girlfriend back then she used to be part of them because many of these guys you know and 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 ladies are all university students and i'm not from that you know you know quarter so i'm just there watching them you know do their own thing you know and they give testimony and some of the testimony you know it runs into thousands of you know you know narrow somebody just got a contract you know and all of that and all of that and you know many of them came from a very wealthy home you know well-to-do parent and i'm just sitting there wondering okay lord yeah, you know, you know, suddenly, you know, one of them will point at me and say, but you've got something to want to, to, to share. At this time, I'm already shivering, my, you know, I'm sweating, <laughs> I'm sweating, Lord, help me here. But I'm, I'm, I know, I, I know I have something to say, but I just say, Lord, Holy Spirit, I commit myself into your hands. Help me to know what to say. And by the time I get up and I start opening my mouth, even me is like I'm shocked. It's like it's like it's like my I pull out of myself and me 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 watching myself talk. Like, whoa, did you say that? How did you say that? It was fun. And that's how God cemented my grace and giftings. But the point is, amen, the church must then begin to develop into the Antioch order. You see, that was all Jerusalem concept. Let's look at scripture. Let's look at scripture. Acts chapter, chapter 4. In fact, let me take you from verse 1 so we get a kind of a context. Now in the church at Antioch, in the church at Antioch, I, I, I don't think I ever actually put that into context. Now in the church at Antioch, not the church of Antioch, now in the church at Antioch, in the church at Antioch. So this church amen, exists within the, within the context of a place. You know, most time we say that, you know, in a city there should be one church. There should be one church. That one church should reflect, all right, the spiritual, or let's put it this way, the prophetic counsel of God for that, you know, realm. In every realm, in every realm, amen, God has set certain prophetic order, mandate that he wants to see fulfilled in that place. When we say in the church at Antioch, it doesn't mean that there must be one church, one single unit church. That's not what we're saying. But we're saying every church within that you know, environment, e.g. Antioch, amen, must be drawing amen, from the prophetic stream that God has ordained for Antioch. Hallelujah. So when they talk about you know, the seven uh, 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 churches in Asia Minor, alright? Those churches reflect God's counsel, God's prophetic counsel, amen, for those realms. Whatever you are going to be doing, saying, amen, must align to, amen, God's intention, God's objective for that region. In other words, you shouldn't build a church 
let's say in Asia Minor, amen, that is sourced from outside. Just because you travel somewhere and you like what they were doing there, what they're doing there, wow, this thing looks wonderful. You know, I, I travel to America. I love what they do in America. I love the way they the way they worship. I love the way they dance. I love the way I love their music, and I love the way uh, uh, the church is set up. So I came back to my base in South Africa, and I duplicate that order here in South Africa. I have breached God's prophetic counsel, Amen, for the Church of South Africa. I have compromised it because, amen, what I'm in, I am inspired by what I saw, amen, in, in California when I traveled to America. But God has not called me, amen, to, 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 to duplicate or to model, amen, the California church here in South Africa because South Africa has its own context of God's, amen, prophetic desire and mind the, the apostolic amen, intention of God amen, for South Africa is totally different amen, for, for California because amen, the region amen, differs even though at the long run God has one amen, objective for, for creation which is redemptive but the, the, the order the principle and the pattern amen of establishing that redemptive order, amen, differs. And this is something that we, we, we have forgotten or many of us don't even know. Many of us, so I like that concept. I, I don't think I, I've really explained that we've, we've really drawn, you know, uh, uh, attention to that. But it's important that we look at that. Now in the church at Antioch, the church at Antioch or in Antioch, amen, reflects the prophetic mission of God, amen, for Antioch. The apostolic trust, the demand of God for the Antioch region. Antioch, amen, is a starting point to launch out, to go forth, to administer, to minister, amen, to administrate, to dispense the prophetic counsel of God to dispense the economy of God, amen, in what is called the Atomos part. You cannot talk about the Atomos part ministry without, amen, understanding, amen, without imbibing and building what is called the Antioch church order. I like that. Now in the church at Antioch, they were prophets and teachers. I've, I've explained this. It's amazing how I, how I was able to explain this without adding the context of now in the church at Antioch because I've explained, amen, prophets and teachers why, you know, the scripture, amen, emphasize prophets and teachers. The church was already apostolic, amen, by, by, by philosophy, by tradition. It was an apostolic church, but, amen, to be able to establish Amen. The mandate of God to be able to carry out and dispense the mission, amen, of this Antioch church. We need this two arrowhead ministry, prophets and teachers. Like I said, you cannot begin to trust 
You can't go forth and carry out the mandate of God without establishing, amen, a prophetic, amen, a philosophy. If you're going to deal with Babylon, you're going to deal with issues of our day. We need to uncover, we need to rediscover what the prophetic means. It doesn't mean standing in the corner and giving words. It means being able to see things for what they are. Being able to, hallelujah, understand the times and the season. Being able, hallelujah, to, to delve deep into you know, things that in the surface may look okay and right. But deep down, amen, there's something locking. All right? The prophetic means that when you look at things, amen, you are not moved. You are not shaking, amen. When they come to sell you things, amen, you don't immediately, you know, want to buy it, amen. You bring out your prophetic thinking cap, amen, and you process it. Hallelujah. That is what the prophetic is. The prophetic, amen, is a way of life, is a way of engaging, is a way of interacting. The prophetic, hallelujah, shows you and tells you, amen, that, okay, this is the time to go. This is the time, amen, to launch out. This is the time, amen, yes, to invest in that business. This is the time to withdraw, amen. Yes, the prophetic is a directive spirit, amen. Not just a revelatory spirit, it's also a directive spirit. You see, it, the Bible says it was the spirit, amen, who said separate to me while they were worshiping the spirit says separate to me so all of that amen speaks into a profound amen reality of the prophetic spirit among them remember the prophetic spirit amen uh, 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 is designed to do what uh, to magnify to magnify the ministry of christ the prophetic spirit amen is designed i was thinking about it this morning actually that you know when uh when november Maybe we need to do a crash program again on our prophetic school. Just to help us, you know, have some, you know, understanding and base again as we get to us uh, at the end of the year. Anyhow. So. The Bible says in, in the church at Antioch, there were prophets and there were teachers. And of course, we, we've explained what that is. The teacher must balance the prophetic, the prophetic, the prophets. The prophet must balance the teacher. The two, amen, must work hand in hand, all right? Both of them are teaching ministry, but we know that the teacher primary, you know, mandate and mission, amen, is doctrinal. The prophetic is not doctrinal. The prophetic by, 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 by default is revelatory. But the teacher, amen, goes deeper and begins to put things in their rightful place. Precept upon precept, line upon line, a little a little there. Yes, the prophetic also teaches. But the teachings of the prophetic, amen, is not as detailed, it's not as cogent, amen, as the ministry of the teacher. But all the fivefold ministry are supposed to be teaching. All the fivefold ministry, amen, to a certain degree, ought to be prophetic because they all carry the spirit of Christ. Yes. There are prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simon, called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, many who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. While they were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. Who placed their hand on them? The church. 
and then uh verse 4 which is where i actually would like us to look into and of course it's from verse 4 that i've been speaking all this while the bible says the two of them sent on their way by the holy spirit went down to seleucia and sailed amen from there to cyprus when they arrived in salmanis they proclaim the word of the Lord. They proclaim the word of God in the Jewish synagogue. John was with John. John was with them as their helper. They traveled through amen the whole island until they came to Pontius. So you begin to see the church amen through the ministry of these two guys with John Mark amen who was their assistant amen doing what going to places and it was clear how the spirit led them amen the bible says they began amen they went down to uh, uh, seleucia and sailed down to cyprus from there they went to salmanis proclaiming the word of the lord in other words they were going from place to place declaring the counsel of god now this is very important because if you read emma uh, 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 if you go back to Acts chapter one in Acts chapter 1, the Lord, chapter 1, verse 8, God said, Amen. Uh, after you have received power, Amen. The Spirit of the Lord is going to come upon you. And you will be my, you'll be my, Amen. Matos. You'll be my matos. You'll be my witness. Amen. You'll be my witness. You'll be my witness. In other words, you will be able to stand in defense of what you have seen you'll be able to you'll be able to stand in defense and proclaim and declare what you have amen witness of me what i have told you to the point of amen shedding shedding your life amen being murdered amen the extension of the of the meaning mathos be the witness mean mathos from the greek translation the extension of that word means a matter matter so how do you come to the point that you stand for what you believe to the point of death I mean that comes with a lot of conviction that in the going forth in the taking the gospel amen I mean remember what I began to say earlier that many of us are easily captured in the marketplace why because we cannot we, we, we don't know what to do we, we just compromise now the scripture says as a, if you receive the spirit of Christ if you have been baptized I believe that for us to be able to enter into this order of being a matos of being a witness of Christ that's not some cheap word that's not some easy easy peasy word Amen. that is something that we have to think about this was amen, after they have been infused by the Spirit of God, empowered by the Spirit of God, energized by the Spirit of God, there was a conviction that this is what the Lord will have them do. And the Lord sent them forth. The Spirit of the Lord sent them forth. So, do we get to the point? Let me read our scripture in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But you shall receive power 
after the Holy Spirit is come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea in every town in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth unto the uttermost part of the of the of the eschatos unto the uttermost part of the eschatos this is very very critical for us that our thrust as the body of Christ is to reach is to witness is to move is to advance the gospel of the kingdom to the uttermost part to continue amen to push the agenda of God amen to the place and point amen that we can say indeed no one is left behind without hearing without amen an opportunity amen to receive redemption wow this is the heart of the gospel of the kingdom it's not just about preaching some message it's about taking Christ to them giving them the opportunity because remember at this point most people in the world amen are captured by a foreign spirit amen many of them are idol worshiper many were born into it not because they chose to so opportunity must be given to people amen to undo what has been forced on them opportunity must be given to homes family husband and wife amen particularly even here in africa people need to come to the point of them deciding for themselves but they cannot decide when there is no alternative if you live in an environment i mean look at what boko haram and the islamic uh, uh, jihadists are trying to do amen they are enforcing this extreme islam on people and they're using fear and all kinds of things to enforce this ungodly you know religion you chop the hands of the people you behead them you kill their family you imprison uh, you know their wives you 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 sexually abuse their children what kind of a barbaric religion is that does that is barbaric that is not a religion that does not give people the free will to do their thing, amen, is demonic, is satanic. If anyone, amen, in the name of God as a Christian says, this is what God says you must do, and you force people to do it, listen to this, oh, you will be judged by God. Because that's what people did even in the times of the Crusaders. The Roman Catholic did evil in the name of representing God. They never represented God. God never sent them. Because, amen, the Bible says we need to persuade people, not with guns, 
not with knives, not with machete, not with sword. Words. You leave people to their conscience to decide. But we must go out. We must be there on the street. We must be there in the alley. Amen. We must preach the love of Christ to the people. Not condemnation. The people already are condemned. They know they are condemned. But when you go there and prove and show them the love of God, you give them an opportunity, amen, to come to Christ the way they are. And when they come to Christ the way they are, God begins to tell them and show them, amen, I can't leave you this way you are. I need to change you. And if they want to be changed, they will be changed. And if they don't want to be changed, it's their choice to go back. Yes. It's a free will. The gospel of Christ is a free will. But people must be given the opportunity, amen, to hear, to know, to understand. And I think we all, this generation, even if they're going to stone us, whatever they're going to say to us, I mean, I told you, growing up, I began as an evangelist. I was everywhere, everywhere, on the streets, in the bus, in the train. Like I told you, even on the plane, I preached once on the plane. <laughs> I just used an opportunity. There was a plane crash that happened between uh, Lagos and, uh, I can't remember if it was, was Lagos and uh, uh, Jaws, but there was a plane crash in Nigeria at that period in time. So people were, you know, very apprehensive to travel by plane. They were fearful, all right? But I needed to go to... Uh, uh, just plateau state from lagos at, at, at that period in time so you know they say hit the iron when it's hot the most <laughs> i just used that opportunity oh my word you need to see the response even though before i started i also was kind of feeling well how would they respond you know would they kick me out of the plane because i've never heard of somebody who preached on the plane you know but i just got up there were two white people, two white men sitting beside me. I was in the middle. Yeah, it was, you know, a three-seater. So I was in the middle. I just stretched my, my, my neck and I just said, Good morning, everybody in, in the plane. Good morning. I greet you. Good morning. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Before we take up take off this morning, can I share a word of prayer? You see all the, all the Muslims who had caps on their head. And all the God knows what, you know, you know, my people, they like to wear their cap. Everybody start removing their cap. And I'm watching, I'm like, okay, okay, Lord, something is happening. <laughs> you know, and I just prayed, I prayed, and I wanted to quickly pray a short one. And I pushed it again, I pushed the prayer, and I pushed it again. And I'm hearing the amen, you know, getting louder. And I push it again. And I'm here, amen. And I push it again, amen. I say, yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And then I come against every spirit of fear and accident and all of that. And I pray for them. Pray for their home, family, blessings. blessings and, you know. And when we finished, of course, I didn't know the two men that were sitting with me. You know, white, you know, uh, uh, guys and elderly people. They were missionaries. They were going to... One of the, one of their mission field in in America, in, excuse me, in 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 Jaws. Somehow we got so very close that they made me, you know, you know, come, you know, uh, to, with them to, you know, to 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 visit and meet the person in charge of their work there. And even when we when we disembark the plane, 
must see people coming to shake my hand. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Pastor, for your prayer. Thank you. Who doesn't want prayer? So God did what He needed to do, and that was, of course, the last time I did that. But what I'm saying is, we must create an avenue for people to hear whatever opportunity God is giving to us. Mission must be amen, paramount to us. We must have people at mind. We must find amen the direction, the strategy that God will have us use. There's always a strategy. Even without things are very difficult and tough today that you can't even say Jesus before somebody wants to slap you in the face in the name of you're stepping on their right. There's always a way out, friends. And we need to find those way out and use it to the glory of God. Well, I'm going to stop here this morning. But I believe that somehow I've been able to, you know, encourage you, challenge you. Amen. And maybe also motivate you by some of the things that we have declared this morning. I believe that the Lord, amen, has helped us to, to, to expand his word, to, to bring forth his, his desire and his counsel. Well, if you're out there and you're in South Africa, well, today is a voting day. The local election voting day, right? It's raining here. I don't know if it's raining at your end, but it's raining here. Uh, please do go and cast your vote. But make your vote count. Don't go and vote for the old gods. Don't go and vote for those, amen, who, who have made it, amen, they are, they are right, all right? To continue to impoverish the community, to, to, to keep the people backwards. Don't vote for people, all right, who've been in charge, but they have no, have no sense. In fact, they are totally disconnected in regards to what is going on in society. Light has been on and off, on and off, on and off for how many years now? They can't fix one thing. Healthcare is zero. If you don't have, uh, 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 you know, insurance, if you don't have, you know, uh, what they call you know, the healthcare insurance in South Africa, and how do you survive? When I went to the doctor, with regards to my eye, the doctor says you need to go get, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, an insurance, healthcare insurance. I don't have one because it's expensive. So you must get one, or else every time you come here, it's going to cost you a lot because this is this is a specialist thing. Well, I believe God for a miracle. So the point that I'm making is, friends. Vote for change. And know the people that can bring change. I believe there are new parties amen, out there. I'm not going to mention any name. But the one that you know. Amen, that have your interest. Your interest. Your constituent interest at heart. Those are the people you should vote for. Don't vote for people who tell you that. Well we liberate this. The, the, the nation. You know, uh, 100 years ago. Two, two, 300 years ago. That was then. What are you doing now? What are you doing now? What is your card report? What is your report card saying today? Total failure. Our children are becoming more wayward. Children are becoming more, more you know, destructive, more abusive. 
12 years old are given right to do all kinds of things. You see, 12 years old, 13 years old, 14 years old, getting pregnant. Who's going to father them? Who's going to, you know, who's going to help them? It's not enough just to give, to, 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 have preg- to, to, pre- to get pregnant. Do you think of the future, the development of that child? All in the name of freedom. That's no freedom. That's bondage. You know, school teachers are tired. My daughter tells me sometimes the teacher cries out of the classroom. Why? Because even if they want to discipline, there's a there's a there's a limit to which they, they can discipline. Everything is collapsing. The system is collapsed. And all of this boils down to whom you choose. Don't vote for people who just see one side, who 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 only see certain skin. And they tell the well, well, we provide, we provide good, you know, uh, good service. Yes, you provide good service for your people alone, not for the entire people. They select where the service go. They are good in hiding their flaws because they know our people will not probe. We need good investigational journalists to probe things. But when even the journalists are bought over, are captured, what do you do? So, there's a lot of things that we need to process in times like this. So, let's think carefully. While you are emotional, be also rational in your thinking before you before you tick that vote before you think that person that uh, 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 ballot box or ballot you know paper don't just uh, don't al- don't allow the t-shirts and the food parcel they give to you confuse uh, uh, the truth from lie no 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 take the food parcel take uh, their t-shirt but vote uh, for the person you know who fix not just the issue on ground but also assist your children. So vote for the future of your children. Vote for the future of your family. Now people will put you in a mukuku. They tell you, well, we give them a, 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 a decent house. Have you ever been to one of those hard drippy houses? I've seen one of those when I was in Johannesburg. Nobody in, in their sane mind will want to live in that kind of a place. So there's all kinds of things that we can... The education is, is almost zero. Year in year out, they're dropping the quality and the standard of education. Just to give a false front that the, 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 the children are passing. No! They're failing! If you put them together with other children in other parts of the world, they will fail woefully. That's why today you discover that they'll tell you 
Number one problem is unemployment. The issue is there are jobs. But there are no people qualified for the jobs. There are no young people who are qualified because many of the young people just want to go and sit in a call center. They just want to work in a call center. How can that be? How can that be? So you got to highlight these issues. You're not encouraging the young people to become technically minded, to work with their hand, to create things with their hand. They want to do that. They have to go somewhere very far. What are the communities doing? You've got community centers. You build sport centers for them that is not being used. I mean, I'm just highlighting this off my head. I don't have anything written down. Off my head. How do you build a society when the grassroots is destroyed? Something is not right. So as you go out to vote, remember that if you're watching me from, from South Africa, there's a work to be done. There's a lot to be done. And we need to do it now, not tomorrow. And you can start by voting right. Well, thank you so very much, everyone, once again this morning. I once again appreciate your connection with me. Please do like and share amen, this broadcast. Share amen, the things that we have talked about so many things that the Spirit of the Lord has highlighted this morning. What a time of prayer we had this morning. I tell you, God has visited us once again this morning. The power of truth, amen, is manifest in the things that we have done this morning. I want to pray that, amen, you will continue on the path. Don't ever give up on yourself. Continue to build up yourself. Continue to pray continue in the word of God continue to meditate on the word of life don't allow the enemy amen to push you around know who you are know, know whose you are keep your life amen abreast with the prophetic mandate of God amen keep allowing God and the spirit of God amen to guide your heart show love keep yourself in the love of God God bless you I'll see you by God's grace again tomorrow See you. Have yourself a wonderful day. Love you all. God bless you. Bye-bye.